Good morning. A while ago, news broke that AT&T wants to build a cell tower on top of Short Hill Mountain at their site overlooking Lovettsville. At a meeting last week, they got a chance to defend those plans to a skeptical public. For Monday, May 14th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by Loudon Small Business Week. Join us May 14th through 20th for Loudon Small Business Week. Learn skills to grow your business, connect with industry leaders, and discover organizations that can support your goals. Download the Loudon SBW app for the latest on speakers, news, and inside tips. Details at loudonsbw.org. Sponsored by Loudon Economic Development and their partners. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Representatives from AT&T defended preliminary plans for a 155-foot cell tower on top of Short Hill Mountain at an open house meeting in Lovettsville last week. One of the big questions they faced was whether the cell tower will actually serve private citizens and everyday cell customers. AT&T's representatives maintain unequivocally that it will. Their representatives at the meeting could not provide the number of AT&T customers in the area. Unlike the company's controversial previous application to build a 35-foot-high, 160,000-square-foot above-ground facility on top of its already existing underground facility on that site, no actual AT&T employees were at the public meeting. However, an attorney representing them, Greg Rapasarda, said the tower's proposed 155-foot height is a starting point, which AT&T's engineers calculated to be the ideal height for maximizing the tower's coverage. From there, he said, there will be a balance act with the public and with zoning rules. The proposed location indicated on the pre-application paperwork appears to violate a Loudoun zoning ordinance that monopoles, quote, shall not be located along ridgelines but downslope from the top of ridgelines to protect views of the Catoctin, Bull Run, Hogback, Short Hill, and Blue Ridge Mountains, end quote. AT&T's representatives there seemed opposed to the idea of moving the tower, but they did talk about uh, lowering the height or what's called stealthing it, which would just mean painting it a stealthy color. The company also displayed maps of what they say would be the improved coverage with the new tower, but declined to provide copies of those maps to us, saying they are proprietary. Although access to the site is restricted to the public, uh, Rapisarda said other cell carriers would be allowed to mount their antennae to the proposed tower. The company has not yet filed a formal application to build this monopole. If they go ahead, it will require two public hearings along with a commission permit from the Planning Commission and a special exception permit from the Board of Supervisors. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including a map with an approximate comparison of the coverage with and without the tower based on the maps AT&T displayed at the meeting. Again, it's at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, after retiring as the general manager of Loudon Water for the second time, Dale Hammis is not going to be allowed to ride into the sunset quietly. On Friday morning, the organization's headquarters was named after him. Hammis served Loudoun Water for 40 years, since back when it was called the Loudoun County Sanitation Authority. He joined up after graduating Virginia Tech in 1977 and worked his way up to the top management position. In that time, he oversaw the planning and design of the county's public water and sewer system as it expanded from Sterling, the construction of the -the state-of-the-art broad-run water reclamation facility, and the planning for the Potomac River water intake and the new Trap Rock water treatment facility, which is nearing completion, among other projects. 
He retired four years ago, but came back to the job when the leadership transition got a little rocky, then he retired again in December. This time, he's turning the organization over to Carla Burleson, who has worked at the Authority for 30 years and was the longtime finance director. She'll have her office inside the Dale C. Hammes Administration Building. Visit Loudoun celebrated Loudoun's $1.7 billion tourism industry at their annual tourism awards on Friday of last week with a record crowd of 300 and commitments for more than $5,000 for scholarships. Loudoun ranks only behind Arlington and Fairfax counties for domestic tourism spending in Virginia. Tourism supports more than 17,000 local jobs and generates more than $663 million in wages. The Judy Patterson Tourism Award is the celebration's top prize for demonstrating a long-term commitment to programs that bring visitors to Loudoun. This year, it went to Middleburg Mayor Betsy Davis, who is stepping down after 20 years on the council and as mayor. You can see the rest of the awards in the story on our website. And a man from Winchester has been sentenced to a year in jail for a crash that killed a tractor-trailer driver in 2016. 58-year-old Timothy Stephen Anderson was sentenced after pleading guilty to reckless driving. The crash happened in December of 2016 when he drove out of the Stoneleigh subdivision west of Round Hill and drove his Toyota Corolla into the path of a tractor-trailer. The truck driver Thomas D. Taylor tried to swerve out of the way, but his truck hit the front of the Toyota, turned on its side, and then flipped back on its wheels and jackknifed. The engine compartment and cabin were engulfed in flames, and Taylor died at the scene. Anderson initially told investigators that he was attempting to turn around and had not seen the oncoming traffic. Deputies later learned that he may have been attempting to take his own life so that his family would benefit from his life insurance. Anderson got the maximum sentence for reckless driving. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. Today's Morning Minute is also brought to you by the 13th Annual Dulles Greenway Drive for Charity. The 13th Annual Dulles Greenway Drive for Charity is coming Thursday, May 17th this week. Drive the Greenway for a faster commute and a great cause. 100% of the day's tolls will be donated to six Loudoun charities and funds for the Greenway Scholarship. Again, it's all day, Thursday, May 17th. For info, visit dullesgreenway.com slash drive dash for dash charity. That's dullesgreenway.com slash drive for charity. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, tomorrow is the next Science on Tap at Old Ox Brewery. Meet, drink, and talk science in Loudon County Public Library's series for adults 21 and up. This month, they're diving deep into the cranium to find out how the brain coordinates more than 600 muscles in the human body. Old Ox Brewery serves up the drinks, you serve up the insight in a discussion led by Dr. Amy J. Bastian of Kennedy Krieger Institute and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell all the tourists coming through Loudon about the podcast to spread the word and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. <laughs>